Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, an intense look at grain markets this week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy with 60% chance of snow. Wind northwest 20. The high today, minus 19. Two centimeters of blowing snow late tonight and overnight. Wind northwest 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 this evening. The low, minus 28. Wind chill, minus 32 tonight, minus 43 overnight. And there is chance of frostbite in minutes. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. Local blowing snow. Wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. And a high tomorrow, minus 24. Wind chill minus 43 tomorrow morning, minus 38 in the afternoon. Frostbite in minutes, the low minus 27. Sunday sunny, the high minus 20, the low minus 26. Monday milder with a sunny and a high of minus 12, the low minus 11. Tuesday partly cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 9. Wednesday partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 12. Thursday sunny and a high forecast of minus 7. Normal high is minus 11 for this date. The normal low, minus 23. The sun rose at 8.52 this morning. It sets at 5.25 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Outlook at minus 19 degrees. The cold spot, Cypress Hills at minus 27. Estevan and Saskatoon both minus 20. Swift Current minus 22. Weyburn minus 21. Yorkton minus 23. Light snow in Regina, it's minus 21, that's 6 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 10, giving a wind chill right now of minus 29. Humidity 71%, the barometer rising 102.1. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 21, winds are from the north-northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 21, that's 6 below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Grain markets were showing downward pressure this week. Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo of PI Financial in Regina says the U.S.-China trade deal was a key factor this week for grain markets. Well, Jim, grain markets were watching closely to see if there were going to be any reactions to the signing of the Phase 1 deal between U.S. and China on Wednesday. And markets actually on that day had quite a bit of kind of a little bit of positive news, a little bit of negative, but overall yesterday there was actually quite a large downturn on the grains. I believe because of really some skepticism on kind of how much China will actually look at buying. China agreed to purchase an additional $32 billion in U.S. agricultural products over the next two years. So some are skeptical on if they are actually 
able to do that. They did mention that they're going to be purchasing based on market conditions, which, you know, it makes sense. If Brazil's soybeans are cheaper than the U.S.'s, they're going to go to Brazil, which uh, only makes sense. So that is kind of one theme in the markets that I was watching here. The next thing actually was on the canola front. Canola actually declined not quite dramatically, but Malaysian palm oil actually went down the most in 11 years. Again, like I've been talking about here every week, it's been increasing quite substantially. So canola actually declined about $10 a ton until today. It's starting to come up a little bit more from the bottom, probably because of yesterday's sell-off. So I'm going to be seeing if if canola is going to continue with that weakness. On the wheat front, wheat has started to turn a little bit lower on the chart here and it's looking like it might be headed a bit lower but there might be some producers selling to be involved in that but overall the grains are still holding fairly steady and what's then the outlook for next week and and beyond well next week I think there's still going to be some positioning when it comes to how the markets will be affected by the trade deal, as well as to watching the Brazilian weather is going to be very important now for the soybean and uh, kind of the oil seeds as well too. The next really crop reports that will affect the market aren't until early February. So that's where the majority of the reports will be kind of watched when it comes to exports and crop conditions and then for the next few weeks. The U.S. Senate approved the USMCA North American trade deal. Has that had any impact on the markets? Overall, it hasn't had a large impact. I've been watching more on the currency side if there were any reactions. Today here, the U.S. dollar is stronger, so the Canadian dollar is lower. But overall, a lot of kind of that news already impacted the market when the U.S. actually signed the deal. So again, the markets, the grain markets, whether it's or the stock market, is always forward-looking. So oftentimes, things will be priced already in the market and in anticipation they're going to happen. So I would say the USMCA really didn't have much of an impact, but I am watching to see if how currencies could kind of go higher or lower in the future. Adam Piccolo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Alberta farmer Ed Maurice and his family are breathing a sigh of relief. The southern Alberta farmer who faced criminal charges for defending his property near Okotoks from suspected thieves was then sued by one of the intruders. Ed Maurice fired off warning shots when he encountered two people rummaging through his vehicles at his property. Last summer, the Crown dropped its criminal case against Maurice. But one of the intruders, Ryan Watson, needed surgery on his arm following the ordeal. He also claimed in his suit against Maurice he suffered emotional upset, severe fatigue, and insomnia. The lawsuit was for $100,000. Maurice said he was shocked that someone found on his property illegally would now be taking him to court. But yesterday, Maurice found out the lawsuit by Watson was dismissed. It was the Maurice case in part that led to tighter rules regarding trespassers on farms and ranches across Alberta, introduced last year by the Alberta government. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 
75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. And brought to you by YAC Auctions. The first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Grain markets were the focus of discussions at Cropsphere in Saskatoon this week. China's decision to buy much less canola seed in 2019 had an impact on market flow and prices, but new sales opportunities were found in Europe for biodiesel. Domestic canola crush has also reached record levels. Marlena Borsch with Mercantile Consulting Venture provided the canola outlook for 2020. Old crop will be fairly stagnant. I think our carryout number is lower than what AFC is showing because of the high crush. At the same time, I don't see prices really moving up because of the somewhat tepid export movement. But certainly it's, it's not a weak-looking market. Um, for new crop, I think there are already some opportunities. I think acreage, I think, will go up. Some people dispute that. But the return on canola on a lot of farms is still relative to other commodities uh, good. And so I don't see acreage dropping. I, I see an incentive to increase it somewhat. There's some forward sales opportunities, 10.75 to $11. And I think given what the rest of the old sweet world looks like, which is tepid, I think those are probably some decent sales opportunities to start the year off. Boris says current red lentil prices are promising, while Chuck Penner with Leftfield Commodity Research spoke about the higher margins for oats and canary seed. The difficulty with canary seed and with oats is, is you get a large acreage response, uh, and then so next year they're not looking quite so good anymore. So at this point, and even the new crop bids uh, are just starting to come out now, the new crop bids are looking fairly favourable uh, for those, but by the time we get, roll around to next fall, and, and if again, average yields and those kind of things, uh, we're going to see some pretty large supplies and so prices will come under pressure. Durham is getting more attention this year as well too. There's been kind of a cloud that's been hanging over that market for a couple of years now. So now there's some light at the end of the tunnel for Durham and some stronger demand from Europe and, and from us, some other countries as well too and gradually tightening supplies. So Durham is another one that looks okay. Uh, I tend to be a bit of a contrarian when I think of these. If I was farming again, I would be, you know, of the mindset that I would, you know, try and zig where others are zagging and, and you know, be a bit of a contrarian that way. So would I put a whole bunch of acres into oats? Probably not. Or I would have them priced well ahead of time. You know, one or the other, uh, if you're going to grow those kind of crops where you see a, an acreage wave uh, rolling in. Penner says China remains a big market for many Canadian crops. Peas, I think we're even more reliant on China now than we were on India previously. Uh, but we also, our barley exports largely go to China. Our flax exports this year especially, and it's been suffering a little bit for flax, has also been to China. And so, yeah, we're, we're seeing a number of crops where China is the is still the big buyer, and they, which is good, but it's also a little bit precarious when it comes to the market outlook. Moving to flax, Borsch says, there is uncertainty about the size of the 2019 flax crop due to the unharvested area. No, of some acres still out there, will they get those or how much of that is a question mark. You know, we think about 500,000 ton production. The one thing we worry about is a very, very slow export pace 
and it seems we have much reduced exports into China. And our major markets are only the US uh, into Europe and, and China. Um, so it seems to me that Eastern Europe, Kazakhstan has made some inroads. So exports will clearly be lower than last year. We're only using 315,000 this year, um, you know, versus uh, about 475, I think, last year. And that's the problem. So I see stocks actually rising a little bit. Prices have been very good. I think flex acres might rise a little bit. So we have to see if we can recover some of the Asian market to be comfortable on flax for next year. I would uh, take advantage of current prices, actually. Marlena Borsch and Chuck Penner provided the market presentation at CropSphere this week in Saskatoon. Livestock face special needs with temperatures slipping below minus 30 across the province this week. Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association District 5 Director Levi Hull farms near Willowbrook just west of Yorkton. He says providing adequate shelter for the animals is crucial. Shelter or even keeping cattle in amongst trees really helps, takes that wind away and takes that, that cold effect away. They can kind of huddle up and, and stay warm. So, yeah, adequate shelter is really key as well. Hull says cattle generally seek windbreaks. Portable windbreaks are a really good option if you don't have trees. So look at those options too. And, and uh, there's lots of guys building those around, and that really helps. They go through, I find when you when you provide really good shelter, um, you're not going through as much feed. You know, they just stay that much warmer. And, and uh, yeah, Ivamecan cows too, actually, you know, that's that's something that's um, just as important. Keeping a good hair coat on those cows really makes a difference on days like today. And, uh, you know, if there's cattle that have rubbed spots or something like that, um, that's, you know, that's less hair that um, is is used to insulate those cows. So keeping a good uh, Ivamec program or something that works for you um, is, is absolutely crucial as well when it comes to this minus 35 and 45 with the wind chill stuff. Hull says livestock feed requirements increase substantially in the very cold weather. Yeah, we try to boost up uh, energy uh, in the rations. So uh, we, we mix a, um, a silage-based ration and increase, uh, increase the energy content. So we're feeding some, some corn, actually rolling corn for, for, for this time. Um, yeah, they're going to go through more feed as well. Like we'll probably go through, during this cold, probably 30% more feed at least. Levi Hall Farms at Willowbrook near Yorkton. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 20 cents at 432.98. Oats dropped a dollar 14 at 209 dollars 91 cents. Number one red spring wheat went down 17 cents at 229.23. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 177.68. Flax 521.35. Lentils 482.50. Yellow peas 246.89. Feed wheat 156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up three and three quarter cents at 5.54 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. 
This is the micro report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auctions for the week of January the 16th. Just a small sale on a record-breaking frigid day. We sold mostly cull cows and cull bulls this week because it was a regular sale of butcher cattle. Good, thick, D1 and 2 cows sold from $0.85 cents a pound to $0.95. Cents. As some up from the previous week, D3 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. The price of canter cows, thin or lame cows, lumps, etc., sold from $0.55 cents a pound to $0.65, cents, which was up from last week, too, but still a disappointment to anyone who consigned them. Heiferets sold from $1.10 to $1.30. Good, thick, meaty butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.15. Lame or those with lumps and bumps sold from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Cents. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting from Saskatchewan's legendary auction market. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 123 to 146 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,800 head, selling in a range of 121 to 147 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, January 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 133.54, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 145.22, Ham Scash 143.22, Thunder Creek Brickle 144.87 and High Life 144.64 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices open mixed this morning. On Thursday the Canadian dollar was up two basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3045. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.52 cents US. US cash markets are mixed to finish the third marketing week of 2020 and remain under pressure mostly due to the large supplies available. Weekly reference base prices in U.S. dollars a hundred weight are seasonal to lower relative to history and will likely remain under pressure until such time demand picks up from any market, but especially from the export channel. Exports last year from the USA were stronger than history, led by China purchases, especially in the latter part of the fourth quarter, where some new records were set. Unfortunately, the tariff rates applied to U.S. pork products will remain in place for now, and there is much speculation if and when those tariffs will be removed. Lean hog futures have not reacted to the signing of the Phase 1 deal, likely because the dynamics of trade have not changed following the signing. And the outlook today, cloudy, 60% chance of snow, wind northwest 20, the high minus 19. Two centimeters of blowing snow late this evening and overnight, wind northwest 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 tonight, the low minus 28. The wind chill minus 32 this evening and minus 43 overnight. Frostbite in minutes. Saturday, partly cloudy with local blowing snow. Wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. The high, minus 24 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 43 tomorrow morning, minus 38 in the afternoon. Frostbite in minutes, the low, minus 27. In Regina, with light snow, it's minus 21 degrees. That's 6 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 10, giving us a wind chill right now of minus 29. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.